everybody. Welcome back to the Ohioan Podcast. Craig Shop here with Bob Garver, our New York City film critic. And if Bob is here, that means we are talking movies. Bob, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Happy Monday. Happy Columbus right. Day or uh, yeah. Indigenous Peoples Day. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, we've got a, a full slate this week. Uh, very varying degrees of film. This week, we're going to start with a, uh, a little bit of a horror movie. It's October. Why not? We have Smile. Tell us about Smile, Bob. Okay, uh, Smile tells the uh, story of a psychologist who um, finds herself uh, cursed. A uh, patient um, comes to see her, uh, complaining that she sees people smiling creepily everywhere. Um, and uh, it's clear that uh, that the woman is cursed, and the curse gets passed on to the psychologist. And uh, now she's seeing people smile everywhere, and uh, she needs to try to avoid... Uh, she needs to try to avoid the uh, same fate that befell the patient. Um, and in the process, uh, she's going to have to uh, confront some things in her own past. Well, I mean, it, it wouldn't be October if you didn't have a horror movie or two released. Um, you know, obviously, horror movies are about the scares. Are we scared, Bob? Is this uh, Does this bring the scares to the screen? No, this is one of the least scary horror movies I've seen in a long time. Okay. Um, it's a knockoff of The Ring. It's a knockoff of It Follows. Uh, there's some fatal attraction in there. Okay. Um, and of course, the uh, smiles uh, kind of themselves kind of knocked off from uh, Truth or Dare from a few years ago. Okay. Well, uh, it, it did have a, a couple of successful box office weekends. Obviously, the, the box office not dominated right now by great releases. Uh, I know Black Adam is coming out here in a few weeks so that will probably win the day in the box office with an action movie but um you know what do you think failed is it is it too derivative of those movies as you said or is it just not flat out scary enough both both derivative and and it can't uh it can't achieve the effectiveness of its commercials the commercials and trailers and even print advertising for this movie are way scarier than anything the movie itself can muster okay well, uh, what's your uh, final grade there D. on Smile? D, I give Ooh. this movie a D, and it's lucky to get that D. Okay. <laughs> All right, so not a fan. All right, we're going to shift gears here. So we're going to go from horror movies to a, a rom-com, but a, sort of a unique rom-com. Tell us about our next film. Uh, Bros is a movie uh, written by uh, Billy Eichner. Um, and uh, I'm sure that uh, it's, it's one of those screenplays uh, written by a comedian that's uh, clearly cobbled together from a lot of their stand-up bits. Um, we've seen those, um, you know, in, in recent years, uh, probably um, Easter Sunday from Joe Coy uh, was like that. Um, of course, uh, Trainwreck from Amy Schumer and uh, The King of Staten Island from Pete Davidson. There's a lot of um, kind of this sort of autobiographical stuff in here uh, from, uh, from Billy Eichner. Um, this is the first... Uh, mainstream uh, LGBTQ romance movie, um, or at least a romantic comedy uh, that uh, that I can think of, and uh, it's it's pretty funny in places. Um, Eichner's character he uh, falls in love with a guy, and uh, the relationship is too perfect, and he uh, he kind of has to uh, to sabotage it himself. 
just because he can't he can't stand it being too easy. Um, it doesn't have great pacing, I have to say, um, and a lot of the a lot of the jokes fall flat. So I have to give this one a C, but um, it's probably the probably the best one uh, of this group. I definitely see why it's getting good reviews. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just his uh, his style of humor just isn't really for me. Yeah, I, th I think Billy Eichner is one of those. I, I enjoy his Billy on the Street stuff. He's very in your face and, and very loud. I don't know. Does that does his in your face loud style from his TV show? I don't know if you've ever seen it, where he you know basically takes celebrities around New York and interviews them and yells at people and does games on the street does that kind of translate the same way or is he a little bit more calm and reserved here not not i mean um yeah he's he's more reserved in this one there's only one or two scenes where he's uh really really loud like that uh but um yeah i never really i never really watched billy on the street i've seen you know a few clips of it but he's not really like that in this movie okay all right. Well, and we'll shift gears even more to a uh, a family comedy. I guess you would call it Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Lyle Lyle Crocodile is a uh, movie about a uh, singing crocodile played by Sean Mendez, uh, who first lives with a uh, magician played by uh, Javier Bardem. Uh, I know you like him as the villain in uh, No Country oh. for Old Men. Love Harvey and Javier Bardem, yeah. Javier Bardem, and he's uh, he's really good here as this magician. Uh, raises him to, I guess, physical maturity. Um, and then, uh, but uh, but Lyle can't perform in front of a crowd. Um, if you've ever seen the cartoon, I think it's called uh, One Froggy Evening, Michigan J. Frog. Uh, it's a lot like that. Okay. Uh, where, where he sings for Bardem, uh, but uh, but nobody else. And then uh, Bardem has to leave the ha has to leave him uh, at his brownstone, and a, a new family moves in, and um, you know the kid uh, doesn't fit in at school, doesn't fit in in New York City, but he makes quick friends with Lyle, and uh, they go on some adventures together, and um, eventually the magician comes back, and uh, Lyle has to choose uh, between uh, the guy who raised him and and his new family. Okay. Who, uh, who isn't going to pressure him to do any performing. Right. You know, I don't know if this, uh, we haven't really revealed the grade yet here, but this kind of strikes me as similar to the Clifford the Big Red Dog movie yeah. that came out, yeah, where it was probably totally unnecessary. I'm sure a lot of kids and families had a somewhat enjoyable time. Is that kind of what, what where we're at here in this atmosphere of beloved kids, kids book slash children's property that's kind of thrown into a movie yeah it's it's pretty much that um but at the very least uh it's it's a breath of fresh air after weeks of increasingly disappointing horror movies and uh, i don't think kids have had a movie since uh since the dc league of super pets back in july so it's coming out at the right time yeah uh but uh it yeah you're right it doesn't bring a lot to the table okay. um yeah, well, I mean, I love Javier Bardem. You know, Constance Wu has, has been a big name here the last couple of years, kind of breaking out. Um, what's your final grade for, for this? Uh, C. Um, if it was up against better competition, I would I would probably lower that grade. But mm -hmm. I, 
I think I think the movie landscape needs Lyle Lyle Crocodile right now, so I gave it I gave it a C. Okay. Well, and, and you know, obviously our next movie was sort of put in that prime area of Oscar contending season. You know, we're in the Oscar season now, and it's from a well known director, a great cast. Amsterdam is from David O. Russell. Sort of a hit and miss director. I'm a huge fan of Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, uh, but he's also made some things that I just don't quite like. Um, you know, like I Heart Huckabees as well. You know, is one movie that I can think of. I know his last movie, Joy, was 2015, not really well received. So, are we getting good David O. Russell or just kind of meh David O. Russell here with Amsterdam? Meh, meh David O. Russell. Um... Probably, probably closer to uh, to I Heart Huckabees than anything else. Mm. Uh, okay. Any of the movies you like, um, basically, um, Christian Bale and Margot Robbie and John David Washington um, meet uh, on the battlefield and then later in a hospital during World War One, and they uh, form a pact to always protect each other um, and uh, always protect uh, war veterans. And uh, they get uh, mixed up in a uh, in a murder plot, which sounds like a lot of fun, but the movie is just so overstuffed with characters, and um, overstuffed on plot that it's just it's just a mess. Um, you know, there are some dry humorous scenes that work in a vacuum, but, yeah. but as a whole, it's the whole thing's just a mess. Well, it's disappointing to hear. Obviously, you know, I'm not like this Tarantino level fan of, of David O. Russell's work, although I, I did enjoy thoroughly, you know, Silver Linings Playbook and American Hustle, Three Kings. Um, and this is a great cast. And it, it seems like it's a waste with Bale and Robbie and John David Washington. You also have Robert De Niro, Chris Rock, Michael Shannon, Mike Myers, Timothy Oliphant. Taylor Swift is in this. I mean, it, it seems like it's it's stuffed with a lot of characters and a lot of well-known actors and actresses. Was it just a little too overstuffed for its own good, maybe? Is, is this too, kind too of... Over, little... Too overstuffed for its own good, yeah. Okay, well, unfortunate to hear. Obviously, you know, David O. Russell is, you know, hasn't made a movie since 2015, so you're hoping uh, the time off would back a nice comeback. What's your final grade for Amsterdam? See, I mean, I liked I liked some of the scenes. I liked some of the jokes, and Christian Bale and John David Washington are really putting their backs into it. But overall, this thing just just couldn't uh, just couldn't get its act together. Okay, especially when it well, comes to uh, the motivations of, uh, right. of what's really going on. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a tough week at the movies for Bob. Um, I know you're going to be going on vacation soon, but uh, what will we uh, be talking about when you come back? Uh, Black Adam for sure. Uh, Halloween ends for sure. Okay. Um, I don't know how many movies I'm going to get to see between now and our next show, but uh, those okay. two definitely. All right. Well, we'll take a little bit of time off as Bob goes on vacation. As always, Bob, though, we appreciate uh, you stopping by and talking movies. Hopefully, you'll have a little bit better movie going experience before your vacation or at least after your vacation because it uh, didn't sound like a very good week for you this week. Yeah, nothing really flipped my trigger this week, but uh, thank you. And uh, this is the highlight of my week. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. 
Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We're hoping to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.